Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast about comparison. So I'm, th- I'm thinking we're calling it Comparison Will Kill You. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see if I come up with something more creative, but it's fucking true. Um, so this podcast is going to be about comparison and competition. Um, I feel like they're quite related. While not the same thing, it's quite quite intertwined um yeah so I'm pretty excited about this it's I've had a lot of people message me asking for me to do a podcast about this I'm actually going to talk on a bunch of different forms of comparison and different forms of competition and I'm sure that a lot of you maybe not all but many of you will probably relate to some version or another uh, okay a little update on my last week since my previous podcast Guys, thanks to you and all your sharing and rating and reviewing and everything that you guys have been doing. My podcast has just been getting more and more views, more downloads. It got featured in kind of the top podcasts for health and fitness in Australia and in new podcasts. It's just been a fucking vibe of a week. So thank you so much. The momentum's been epic and I just can't thank you enough, honestly. It's just, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling extremely grateful. I'm loving what I'm doing, but I'm also loving so much everyone who's, you know, takes the time every week to listen to what I have to say on this potty. Anyway, um, yeah, I also released Mindset Hacks. That's been going epic, guys. Thank you so much to everyone that signed up. Honestly, love the feedback. I love it when you guys message me. So many people, you know, like I'll put it up and boom, they've done it straight away that night or the very next morning. Like it's just so nice to see how into your own growth and self-improvement you guys are like what a vibe you should be honestly so proud of yourselves it's epic so the most recent episode that I've put up the second one which I put up on Sunday that um, is about accountability and closing chapters in your life so hopefully you guys are already kind of going through that work that's a big one Um, this is also a really good one for all the future ones because if you can get this shit down pat as soon as possible, then you will accelerate the process of kind of creating your kind of future self in every area. So this episode I think is going to be a good one for you. Um, If you haven't already signed up and you do want to sign up, just jump onto alexisfernandez.live Um, and yeah, you can sign up. It's 24 bucks a month and you can cancel at any time. So yeah, good times. All right, let's get straight into the topic of today, which of course is comparison and competition. So let's break, as I normally do, I'm going to break down how this podcast is going to be laid out and the different topics that I'm going to go into. And then of course I will go into each separate topic. So we're going to break it down into Comparison and then competition. With comparison, I want to break it down into comparing yourself to your friends or people that are really close to you, like maybe a sibling or um, a colleague, someone that you're like very, very close with, with, with where your lives run quite parallel. Um, and then another one, a different kind of comparison is where you compare yourself to strangers or an external standard, like people that you don't know personally. Uh, then We speak about competition and the first thing I'm going to talk about is competing with your friendship within your friendship group. I feel that that's a really big one. I've had people – anyway, I'll go into that later. Uh, Competing for validation and then for you ladies who are listening, which I find this really common, more so than guys. I've I've really only had girls message me about this. Not that guys don't do it but super common for women and it's competing for a man. Um, I'm sure it definitely happens with men towards women but I've only ever had girls ask me about this one. All right, so the first one, comparing yourself to your friends. This could also be obviously siblings, a colleague, someone someone that you feel your life runs quite parallel with. Um, And normally it's someone that you're very close with. So the love is very strong, but you feel that maybe due to the fact that you're always hanging around each other or you're always doing things together or you're working in a similar career or dating similar people, that there's going to be a lot of comparison there. Um, I know a lot of people that you know, might be super close with their friend or they've always wanted to start a family, but their friend's now, you know, married with children and they're like, oh, I've always wanted this and this is all. So they can't help but to draw all these parallels with this person that's so close in their life. And that can go for career milestones. It can go for, you know, success in a relationship, success professionally, um, attention that that person might, might get. You might 
always do everything the same, but that person is always getting the attention from either men or women or anyone. Um, so this one's pretty hard for two reasons. One, because you're doing it to yourself. You yourself are drawing these comparisons. But two, because you guys are close, oftentimes other people draw the comparison as well. And that's what can get quite infuriating because even at times where you might be at peace with everything, someone else might be raising the point, oh, um, you know, so how does it feel that so-and-so is doing this now? How does it, you know, you're always going to be compared to each other, whether you want it or not. People, whether they give a fuck about your feelings or not, are going to be comparing the two of you all the time. Um, so what do we do about a situation like this? Because it can get very hard and there are times where you might get to a point where you might resent that person and that's probably the last place that you want to be because we're talking here about someone that you're very close with. The last thing you want to do is resent them, right? But if you're running such a parallel life and they're now ticking all these goals that you see yourself doing in the near future, you're kind of at a bit of a crossroads like I need to not resent this person but at the same time they are such a massive like flag in my face being like hey this is what I've got and you don't have it and you want it so what do you do because I've got like I've got some friends who I personally look up to quite a lot they are fucking boss bitch driven women who are on their game and due to situations around them they even feel that they're compared to other people or they compare themselves to you know, their siblings or their friends or, you know, it's this shit is rampant and I'd say one of the biggest reasons why it's rampant is because other people are raising this comparison or drawing these parallels. So it's quite fucking annoying. So what you need to realise, and it's hard to kind of fully wrap your head around it, but no matter how close you are with someone, at the end of the day, your true power, like the essence of who you are and what you have to offer comes from your individuality. So it's not to take away from your great relationship and your great friendship, but who you are to your family, to your friends, what you have to offer professionally, what your purpose is in life, that is individual. That is what you offer to the world, to people, to your relationships, to everything. So no matter who else is in your life, that's personal. And you need to really... you know, kind of hone in on that. Like, what is it about you that makes you beyond an individual? And no matter how close this person is that you're comparing yourself to, what is it about you that's different to them? Not necessarily better. It doesn't have to be. It might be, but it doesn't have to be. But what is different? You know, like, are you funnier? Are you more spontaneous? Are you able to bring out things in other people better are you what it doesn't matter what it is but there are skills and there are traits about your personality that if you start digging deep are quite unique to you so that's the number one thing that you're going to need to do start thinking about personality traits ideally and then separate to that skill sets that you might possess like what's, what are your strengths? And this is nothing to do, I want you to just be really, keep in mind, this is not to do with putting them down. So don't start this exercise and think, okay, what are they bad at? No, 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 no. We're only going to focus on you, not that person. But what is it about you that if that person wasn't in your life, you would still possess? So it's not something that you might, you know, it's not about your friendship. We're talking here about you as an individual. What do you have and what do you offer to other people? Then... I want you to imagine if someone was to describe you and someone was to describe the person that you compare yourself to, how would they describe you? And where are the differences? And what do you like about those differences? And what don't you like about those differences? And what would you change? Like let's say someone says, oh, you know, um, like say someone was comparing me to my cousin. Imagine if they were saying, oh, you know, like they're really great, but Alexis is always bitter. If someone described me like that, I'll be like, oh, fuck, that's really bad. That's something I need to change. But then if someone said, yeah, but Alexis is also very, um, very spontaneous and, you know, will take a leap and just go and fucking do something. That's something I really like about my personality trait. So I'll be like, wow, that's, that's something really cool that I can, you know. So start this list because often when you compare yourself to someone, you only focus on the things that are similar because that's what keeps getting brought to your attention, whether it's by default something you do all the time or something other people do. But it's something that you need to kind of do 
do a bit of a list in your head of things that are quite unique to you that you really value about you as a person. Um, and yeah, the effect you have on other people is a really, really big one because that at the end of the day is what no matter how much I might compare people that I know to each other, I could easily differentiate the, the two of them based on how they make me feel in a different way or, you know, what the memories that I hold of them in my mind. That's what really makes people individuals in my head. It's, you know, that interaction that you can have with people in a way that no one else can do. And that's going to start to really shape how you feel and start to really appreciate traits about you that maybe you don't focus on quite often. Um, you know, are you someone that has this amazing ability to really build someone up or, you know, or are these traits that are different that you, that in this list that I just made you write, pause the podcast, do the list or do it after some of the things that are different. Is it like, Oh, I actually don't like that about me and it's got nothing to do with the other person, but I'm not a fan of that trait. That's something I can change. So here we're starting to come up with a bit of a list of, to kind of clean up your act about how you want to be perceived because there's a bunch of things that you really like. There may be a bunch of things that you're not a fan of and think, great, okay, now I have some areas to improve in personally that, you know, I don't want to be perceived that way. And then here I've got some other areas that I can really focus on as my strengths. And is it even possible to play on these strengths a little bit harder to make me feel to myself that I really can hold my own as an individual, that that no matter how much someone wanted to compare me to this person, they would just see all these traits of mine that are quite individual that can never really be measured up to anyone else because it's what makes you unique, you know? So it's all about at the end of the day, you know, with me, I'll give an example. Uh, I used to do acting back in the day and I really struggled with seeing other actors within my agency succeed when I wasn't even getting an audition at times and it sounds really bitter and I hate to feel like I maybe was like that I was happy for them like I genuinely was but at the same time it was kind of you know you just get bummed being like they literally are a brunette they've got brown eyes they are the same age as me like why didn't I even get an audition and then you know you're comparing yourself I was comparing comparing so I felt like I was always I was comparing myself, maybe my agent was comparing me. I just felt like I was in that state where I wasn't focusing on any individual unique great trait of mine because I felt put down all the time because I just wasn't doing well. Then I thought, fuck this, along with a many other, like a million different reasons as to why I wanted to. But I took like a bit of a hiatus from acting and I thought, okay, I'm going to give it three months of not doing it because it's causing me more stress and it's causing me joy. I'm just going to stop. Um, and in that very short period of time, I started really discovering things about me that I really fucking liked that didn't need to, I didn't need acting to feel this way. Here I was thinking that if I succeeded in acting, I'd be happy. But then when I quit acting, I got happier because I started being like, well, I'm not pitting myself against anyone in that way that I was doing before. And not only that, I'm now realizing things about myself that I never would have with acting. Like with acting, I used to think, and it, it's not the case, but I used to think in my head, oh, well, you can't go traveling because you've got to be here for auditions. Well, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't change your look too much. Blah, 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 blah. I had created in my head all these, you know, uh, roadblocks for myself, which didn't have to be the, the case, but I did. And when I quit acting, it was kind of a metaphor because acting really had nothing to do with it. It was what I, the story, the narrative I was telling myself. But basically when I quit, all these stories that I was telling myself ended as well. So all of a sudden, I felt like a bit of a new lease on life. I was like, okay, I'm going to go traveling. I'm going to start writing more. I was doing like blog posts. I was, you know, getting more creative with everything that I was doing, more creative with my look, with my style. I really started to appreciate my individuality a lot more and I started to notice things about myself that you know I was even I was 
just appreciating more about myself and more from an internal personal level. I didn't have to announce it to anyone. It didn't have to be this. But I was like, oh, I didn't know this about myself and I didn't know this. I didn't know that. It was the taking a step back. I ended up due to that quitting acting. But looking back, I could have returned to acting with that fresh headspace and I probably would have loved it so much more. It doesn't matter. Returning or quitting, it doesn't matter. But what I mean is by pulling myself out of it and finally focusing on things that I really did like about myself instead of constantly daily pitting myself against other people and comparing myself to other people that I knew and thinking, oh my God, I'm not good enough because they're always one up. They're always one up. Taking a step away from that and my level of self-appreciation and self-respect really started to rise because I was like, whoa, here I am thinking that it's coming from acting, but fuck that. It doesn't have to come from that. And yeah, a lot changed for me that year and it was very, it was honestly a very, very, very good time for me and I grew a lot from that experience and now looking back, I could have returned to acting and I still would have felt good. So sometimes you might look at something as a trigger but it's not the cause like acting was not the cause of this because I know many people that are actors that are being compared all the time but they're very happy within themselves because they don't they don't let it take over their lives like I was so um, just look for triggers in your life as well like what happens to be a trigger is it when people talk about appearance and that and you might think that that person's always you know hotter than you is it when they talk about oh, you know, this person's always got their shit together. You're a bit of a shambles, but this person's got their shit together. Like, where can you play on your strengths and what are your weaknesses that you're going to be like, fuck it, that's my weakness, lol. But then where can you pick out some major personality strengths that you possess? That's pretty much the activity that I want you to do here. So use like my acting story as a metaphor. If you were to pull away from certain areas in your life, hypothetically, again, I'm not telling you to do that, but what would you really appreciate about yourself? What would you see emerge out of your personality? And you can do that now. You don't have to quit these things like I did. Like you could just let that come out. You can start appreciating that about yourself now. There might be some sort of suppressed amazing traits about your personality that you have or that you've always wanted to have but never kind of really gone down that route. So that's what I want you to focus on. All right. Next one, we're going to talk about comparing yourself to strangers or an external standard. So people that you don't know personally um, and often, look, this one, I'm going to get a bit, a bit deep with this one, to be honest, because this one comes from a bunch of things. One of it comes from the way we've been conditioned as a society, which is fucking cooked, to be honest. Um, and another one comes from some deep seated insecurities feeling that, you know, like let's look at, I'm going to take, for example, the other day, right? I was scrolling through Instagram and I come across this video. It was, I don't know what it was for, honestly, but it was just like some video of this gorgeous girl and she's in underwear. I think it's in London and she's running. So you can see like, She's in like lacy underwear. You see the back of her. She's running and then she jumps onto a bus and she's laughing and she's waving and she's just in underwear. Um, And then there's all these comments. And I was embarrassed for humanity by reading the fucking shit that people were saying. Like, no one needs to see that cellulite. Oh, ridiculous. That should be illegal. So because this woman was not a runway model and happened to have a bit more weight on her legs, maybe a bit of cellulite, all these people emerge out of the woodworks and start just slamming this woman. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, this is the issue, right? Because for the sake, and I've spoken about this in other podcasts as well, but for the sake of a million different things, you know, in order to keep people timid, suppressive, buying products... You know, it's to a lot of people's advantage that other people feel shit about themselves, right? Because if we feel shit about ourselves, we're going to buy into a lot of marketing campaigns. We're going to be submissive to our employers or to the person that we date or we're going to, you know, there's a lot of fucking bullshit around it and I could go on forever, but that's not what the podcast is about. However, if you're one of those people, like most people that have bought into it and don't feel great about yourself, you might even think 
that's let's take this woman in the in the Instagram video. Let's say that you think you have a better body than her. Let's say I'm leaner than her. She's fatter. She's got more cellulite than me. So you'd think, why is this person still commenting on this video? You know, like what is it about this person commenting on the video? And it's this is what it comes down to. You are so judgmental on your own body, comparing yourself to people all the time, thinking, fuck, I need to lose weight. I need to look this good. I've been told that unless I hit this standard, I'm just not good enough. Yet all of a sudden, this random woman on the street has somehow bypassed all of that, is living her best life, loving her body with cellulite and everything, looks a million dollars, loving her body in underwear, running down the street what the fuck has gone down here? How dare she feel good about her body when I look better than her and I feel shit? Let's bring her down to earth. Who the fuck gave her the right to feel good about herself when here I am looking better than her, but I feel shit. That's the problem with society. We cannot handle the fact that some people didn't fall for the trap. They didn't fall for the bullshit. They thought, wait a minute, I actually happen to love my body and your standards of what my body should look like That's on you, not on me. I actually look fucking great. I'm going to run down the streets in a fucking J-string and live my best life. And yeah, all these people, I started reading all the comments and I would say, unfortunately, and very embarrassingly, there were more negative comments than positive comments. It was really fucked up. And to the extent that you need to check yourself, if you're one of these people that do that, look, I honestly hope that none of my listeners are like that. But for me... Like no one of substance would engage in that kind of judgmental chat to a stranger. Like who the fuck comments on a random post to criticize how that person looks? That would be a fucking deal breaker for me. If I had a mate who was one of those trolls online commenting insults at someone's appearance who they don't know, I'd be like, peace cunt, call me when you grow the fuck up. I don't want your bad fucking vibes around me. You're an embarrassment. It's simple as that. You need to not only check yourself and if you do that, stop immediately, you fucking embarrassment or pull up your mates if they do it, like pull them up. This is not okay. None of it is okay. If you should feel shit about yourself, that's not great. Let's work on that. But don't you dare pull someone down to make you feel better because the act of pulling someone down pulls you further. So you never, ever, ever going to get that person to your level because you sink deeper and deeper and deeper. You never win. Never. So please pull your mates up on it if they do it. It's so fucked and we need to stop this as soon as possible, ideally by the next generation because that's literally teaching abuse. So if this falls through to the next generation, we've fucking failed, okay? Right, so... What I'm talking about here is this idea, this whole thing about commenting on people. It's this concept of comparing yourself to a standard or to other people that you don't even know. You know, you compare yourself to the model. You compare yourself to someone who, like this woman here. These people that are making these comments, they don't even realize it, but they're drawing a comparison. Their their self-esteem, their low levels of self-esteem are causing them to be shocked by this. And make a comment. Follow through with a comment. That's how horrified they are, right? You think of anyone that has really healthy levels of self-esteem. Think of anyone who genuinely is comfortable in their own skin, regardless of their appearance. Someone who's like, I'm really happy with who I am. Would they ever go and do that? Would they ever criticize someone for how they look? No. They would just let them be on their way. Like, they wouldn't blink. They wouldn't blink. You know, so you've got to start to emulate the behavior of someone I'm sure we all know someone I hope we all know someone at least one person who genuinely is comfortable in their own skin start to emulate the behavior and you will start to feel better about yourself you know start to feel you know just calmer around people really good with who you are regardless if the hottest person is sitting next to you or not you know that you can hold your own that kind of behavior we all know someone like that hopefully Just think about that person and every time you're about to make an action that's kind of degrading to another person, which then in turn is degrading to yourself, think, would that person do that action? No, they wouldn't. So, yeah, I, I like to always have people that I really look up to and who I hold as a standard in my life of who I'd like to be more like. My sister is definitely one of them. And she's a big one. She's, she's, she's very much comfortable in her own skin, doesn't 
ever give a fuck about what people think about her. What you see is what you get. So very often I would think, you know, what would Steph do? You know, like that's a really good standard for me. And and I even say that to other members in the family when they like worry about what people would think. I think, well, what would Steph do? You know, like have people that you admire in your life to be kind of a standard for you. And you're really going to step up your game if you have that. If you're just kind of navigating aimlessly through life with shit self-esteem, you're going to accidentally fuck up and hurt people along the way because you don't even know how to protect yourself. So how are you going to do that for other people? So you need to start having some people to look, look up to, some people that you respect, some people that are going to teach you, kind of mentors. They don't even have to know that they're your mentors, but hold them as your mentors. Now, let's go a little bit into competition. Now, I've actually quite randomly been sent a message about this. And I'm sorry if I haven't replied, guys. I'm so sorry. I do get a lot of messages. I tried to read them all, but I don't have time to reply to them all. But this one is competition within your friendship group. Now, I'm going to say out a scenario. And I swear to you, I've had this almost identical scenario about four times sent to me recently. And it's the idea of... You, you have a friend, right, who is not part of your friendship group and because they're either lonely, they might be your housemate, they might be a colleague, whatever, you think, you know what, I'm going to do the right thing, I'm going to take them under my wing and help them out. I'm going to help a fucking sister out and I'm going to bring her into my friendship group. Long story short, this person enters your friendship group infiltrates the friendship group, starts to really piss you off. You realize that they're not the person you thought they were. They're actually not a really good friend. They're not a great person. However, your friendship group starts really liking her. She then gets closer to your friends and it feels like you're kind of being pushed out. What do you do? It's like, do you compete with her? Do you try and like one-up her all the time? What do you do? Okay, it's really fucking sad, that situation. I'm not going to lie like that to me. Yeah, that's, that's a fucked situation to be in. However, I'm going to tell you what I would do in that situation. You definitely don't have to do it. What I would do is I would taper the fuck off hanging out with those people in, in general, all of them. If they are giving you bad vibes and if you're picking up bad vibrations from this person and she's not a nice person and you genuinely feel that way and she's succeeding in infiltrating their minds and pushing you out of the group, fuck off, all of you. If they were good mates from the beginning, no one could get into their mind about you being a good person or a bad person. If your friendship is legit and mind you, you've had a much longer friendship than this new person entering the group. If your quote-unquote friends are able to have their mind changed about who you are as a person, then that is the fucking trash taking itself out. That's cooked. If you, if your friends are doing that to you, nah, I'm sorry. What, what kind of a friendship is that? You need to, and I feel that a lot of people that are going through this, if that's kind of early 20s. That's something that would happen from like teenagehood to early 20s. If these women or girls, by the sounds of things, are not serving you as an adult friendship relationship, you don't need to engage with them. And you don't even need to tell them that you're ending the friendship. You don't have to do anything. That's the beauty of it. Inaction will speak louder than anything else, right? So if these people are making you feel that way, start to taper off. Now, this is really hard for, if you're fresh out of high school, it's kind of really hard to fathom because often when we're in high school, our high school group is kind of our only group of friends and it feels like we are literally going to die without them and we'll be isolated. But the beauty of as you get older, you start getting multiple groups of friends, multiple groups of friends. Sometimes they join together. Sometimes they never even meet depending on your life circumstances. But that's the beauty of it. I have so many insanely close friends, but from different groups. Like I've got my girls from Red Bull who are like my best friends. And I've got, you know, girls that I work with who I hang out with all the time. Like, honestly, girls from uni, still friends from school that I've had as friends for life. You know, I have so many different groups of friends that I adore and cherish and serve a different purpose in my life all these different people that if all of a sudden one of those groups decided to turn on me and hate on me and I felt that I had to compete for my love in that group the way I've set my life up now I'd be like 
That's a fucking shame. I actually really used to enjoy this friendship group, but I've outgrown it clearly because I'm a fucking adult and you guys are petty children. Goodbye. Enjoy your drama. See ya. So that would be my recommendation to you. It sounds really hectic, but taper the fuck away from those people. That's toxic behavior. And you just are too nice to these people and you're kind of sticking it out for your old mates. Put it this way. If one, two, three or more people in that group are legit friends and you start tapering off, they're going to hit you up about it. They're going to call you. They're going to be like, where have you been? They're going to check in on you. They're going to care. And they will still want to see you one-on-one outside of the group. That's what a true friend would do. And so you never have to worry about it. You don't have to be part of the group. Your fucking self-importance is infinitely more important than a group. Like as you start to pull away, you you right now are giving so much power to something that in a second could be insignificant in your life. If someone is toxic, stop giving them power. If you have to compete in a friendship group against someone who you genuinely believe is not a good person and your other friends just don't see that, step the fuck away. Your self-esteem, your sanity, your peace of mind is infinitely better than duds who don't see a toxic person when it slaps them in the face. Step the fuck away, okay? You're going to have infinite number of friends along your path where you work, where you study. You know, honestly, the more you put yourself out there, the more you're going to start attracting these insanely epic friendship groups. You Honestly, you're just at the cusp here. So if that is your only friendship group, that's not for long. I promise you that. It is not for long. But step the fuck away. The people that are meant to be there for life for you are also going to kind of, they're going to touch base with you, see if you're okay. They're going to want to see you. If you pull away and they don't want to see you, there's your answer. What a shame. It died. You're no longer friends with toxic people. Boo-hoo. I'm so devastated for you. I'm thrilled for you. Now you can live your best life. Now, let's talk about friendship groups where you feel that you're competing but these people are not toxic um, or not, you know, trying to push you out or or they're not, you know, hectic people. They might be – you might feel that it's a toxic environment because you yourself are comparing yourself to these friends. What I would say to that is same advice but just don't pull away. Start spending time with other groups of people. Um, so still maintain the close friendship if they're not toxic and if they still serve a purpose in your life, of course, keep them in your life. But if you start getting kind of wrapped up in your head and you see yourself comparing yourself to these people all the time, I think sometimes you, you start living too small for what you're capable of. And so you get bored and you start having these toxic thoughts, expand your circles. If you're feeling that way reach out and start hanging out with people that you might not normally have hung out with and start learning about new people and new things, you know, change around the people that you hang out with. You can still maintain an extremely close friendship even if you don't see them every single day. One of my best friends from high school, Catherine, like fucking legend, but I don't see her that often anymore. We don't live in the same city. Our lives are so different, but Every time we see each other, it's just amazing. Like you can always have these incredible friendships for life. And if they're a true friend, they're going to love that you have other friendship groups around them. That's a real friend. A real friend really values your happiness. So if you start to feel that you yourself are pitting yourself against these people, maybe you're just, you need to shake things up a bit in your life. Maybe you're too not in an offensive way, but you're becoming too small-minded by always hanging around the same people, same conversations, same everything. Shake it up a little bit. You know, get out of your comfort zone and not with these people. Step away from these people. Not just, not permanently, like one night a week, you know. Change it up. Do something completely independently away from that group for yourself. You start to really value yourself. You value kind of your commitment to doing something new. You really... It's going to be a huge step of growth for you to start, you know, creating new groups outside of this friendship group that your self-respect is going to go up as well. It's really cool. Like, you know, like that whole acting thing that I told you about when I then, you know, went overseas, I started making all these friends. It was a really cool time for me because 
I became aware of traits that I didn't know I had or that were kind of traits that I would have liked to have but I didn't realize how readily available they were within me. I just had to tap into it, you know. Um, I always liked the idea of being super social and there were areas of or times in my life that I was and then times where I just really wasn't and I really liked those times for me. So then I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to really more than ever tap into that because it just brings me so much happiness. And you'll be, honestly, it, it will change. It's a game changer. It changes everything. You stop comparing yourself to, you know, that original group of friends because you've got all this other stuff going on outside of them that's stimulating you. I feel that when we get kind of a, a little bit complacent or repetitive, we fall into that cycle, you know. But aim for new connections, new stimulation, and you're going to feel a, a lot better about that friendship group. Like step away from it. And then when you do return to those friends, however often you want to, you go there more with a fresh mind, with new perspectives, with new experiences. It's, it's a lot healthier. Now let's talk about competing for validation. So if you find that you're always in this position of competing, like I said at the start, whether it's, you know, you're bringing it up in your mind or you've got other people that are constantly comparing you to your friends or other people that you don't know or, you know, just basically in that position where you're always comparing and being compared, you've got to look at it as what is it that I'm seeking are you seeking approval or some sort of validation from an external source? Because the moment, if you were to take that away, you wouldn't feel that you're competing. And I'm going to touch on this in a little bit when I talk about competing for a man, because I'll tell you how I personally feel about that. But the moment you take away, it's like the moment, if you compete for validation, you take the power that's within you and you throw it to the person that you're hoping will give you that validation. That's what you're doing. You feel completely disempowered. You feel like all the things that you hold of really high value in your life, you've put in someone else's hands to tell you how you should feel about it. It's just the worst position that you're going to be in. So you're going to feel very shit about yourself your um, foundations are going to be weak as fuck that if someone says something horrible to you or pits you against someone else and you lose in that person's eyes, that's a very dangerous place to be. It's a very dangerous thing to be actively and voluntarily without realizing it, handing over your power to someone else. The moment, if you were able to, hypothetically, if you were able to feel extremely validated from yourself like you're very well aware of you know what you bring to the table no matter what other people say or no matter if they think that someone else is better than you or whatever you will be okay you've got to start to question yourself you've got to start to you know don't just take don't just take it. Don't just sit there and think oh I feel really shit in this situation. Why do you feel shit? That is your homework for the rest of your life you need to question every time you feel shit every time you feel anxious every time you feel in the state of despair why don't just accept it why you know if you're in a situation where you're feeling compared think what kind of validation am I seeking here do you want to be is it that you want to be more beautiful okay that means that you you're not happy with how you look is it that you want the attention of this person why, why do you need the attention of this person if it's a friend? Because obviously you don't feel satisfied in your friendship groups. Is it that you want this attention from a male sexually, female or male? It's because, you know, you always have to ask all these questions and see why do you, are you seeking validation? Why is it that you can't provide it for yourself? And if you can't provide it for yourself, is it because there is a lack in your life? So start to do the fucking work. And then you're going to be a little bit more aware when these things crop, crop up. A, your, your feelings will make a bit more sense to you so you won't be so bewildered as to why you feel so shit. And then B, you're more likely to be able to make some positive changes, whether it's actually changing situations in your life that you have control over or changing where you seek your validation from and making it more internal other than external. So you kind of need to turn your mind into a safe haven. Like for me, no one can enter my brain and my peace of mind unless I allow it to. No one can tell me how to feel about myself, my abilities, my intelligence, my appearance, my skill set. It doesn't matter unless I allow it. So 
I don't ever really feel threatened by someone else because I've spent the last few years really building up kind of a safe zone in my mind where I can allow or block what enters my mind, my, my brain, you know. So the more you attached you are to something external, like an external outcome, the more you're going to compete. You compete for someone's approval. You compete for someone's attention, for them to like you. And that's you constantly seeking external things and you're so attached to the outcome. The moment you sever that and you stop feeling the need for this outcome, the moment you are genuinely okay with having a few people not like you, you are liberated. The moment you can say, I actually don't care if this person decides that I don't sit well with them. That's just too bad because it's rare that you are everybody's cup of tea, right? That's very rare for that to happen. More than likely, you're going to not be someone's taste. You're going to piss someone off or someone's not going to like what you say. But that's just you being fully authentic. The more you can get in that zone and not be attached to the outcome – then, funnily enough, because you're actually doing the opposite, you're trying not to seek their approval, then all of a sudden people are attracted to you. There's nothing more attractive than authenticity. Nothing. And you know it. You know it when the person walks in the room, when someone's fucking real. You just know it. That's what true confidence is. Someone who just knows who they are, is comfortable in their own skin, regardless of how they look, they can just walk into a space and they, as it is, they already own that energy because that's coming from within. They're not seeking that energy from without. They bring it. So, and mind you, there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Confidence is, I look fucking hot today. I'm, I'm loving myself sick right now. I'm going to own it. Arrogance is... Everyone thinks I'm fucking hot. I'm hotter than everyone else in this room. I should be everyone's type. I'm every man's type. That's the difference, okay? Confidence is always internal. It's how you feel about yourself. Arrogance is forcing or trying to force other people to agree with this false sense of self that your ego has created. Two very separate things. Make the distinction very clear and pick the right one. Lastly, I want to talk about competing for a man if you're a guy, just turn it around to competing for a woman. Um, so this one is way too rampant and so unnecessary. It's not even funny. If you compete for a man, you are wasting your time. And I'm talking here about – I'm not talking about a one-night stand because if you're talking about a one-night stand, that's technically ideally emotion – like you're not attaching deep emotions to it. So it shouldn't really – You shouldn't really have feelings involved if that's the case. So here we're talking about competing for a man that you're genuinely interested in and you want to see kind of, you want to explore where this thing can go. So for example, let's say you like a guy, but someone else likes him too and he's he's giving you both attention and then now you feel like you have a competition on your hands. It's me or her, which way is it going to go? And you're competing for something here that doesn't exist but you don't want to admit it because the only thing you're competing for here is external approval. You're competing for his approval, not even a relationship or his love. You're not competing for a connection, I can tell you that right now because a connection is real and that connection is either there or it's not. Connection is all or nothing. It's not a sliding scale where you are connecting to a certain extent and then this other woman steps in and is stealing some of your connection and it's a battle for this connection. That doesn't happen. It's all or nothing. If you think that that's happening, then this so-called connection that you've got is bullshit. It's called chemistry and that's not a connection. Walk away. Stop trying to seek someone's external approval. You should never compete with that because eventually you'll be burnt. Maybe not this time, but some other time you will be. Like that is painful and it's going to cause you to just think less and less and less of yourself because you keep putting the power in other people's hands. You need to become the queen or king of walking away from things that are not meant for you. For me, I just don't engage. I don't engage. If I think that there's a connection with a guy and all of a sudden there's this third woman on the scene or second woman on the scene, a third party on the scene, and all of a sudden he switches his focus to this woman, I'm like, you got me. I thought we had a connection. Lol, we don't. I don't even say that. I just tap the fuck out. 
not even remotely annoyed or pissed off. That's just the nature of, you know, life. It's not for me. I've become so good at stepping away for things that are not for me. Because for me, I've got down pat what qualifies as a decent connection and what doesn't. And as much as I might be physically attracted to the guy, I'd rather be bummed for 24 hours getting over the fact that someone that I was attracted to isn't really into me than feel shit about myself because I prolonged this competition for days wanting someone's attention, like a sexual attention, me over another woman. Fuck that. Take take the first pain any day. Take the pain of being bummed for a very short amount of time and use my technique as well. If if someone's kind of semi-rejecting you for another woman, be the one to walk away first and then sit and focus on five or ten things that you found annoying about them anyway. Focus, focus, that's shit, that's annoying, that's shit, that's annoying. Before you know it, you'll be like, fuck off, I'm on to the next. Okay? Give yourself that power and you'll become very good at it. I'm so good at turning off that fucking switch when someone doesn't serve me. If someone doesn't serve me, there's a reason for it. If that relationship no longer serves me or was never serving me in the first place, I accelerate my ability to get over it by focusing on the shitty parts of it because your innate, weirdly, humans always turn and focus on the good things. And I spoke about this in, I think I've spoken about this in two or three podcasts, but we always look at things through rose-colored glasses. Stop doing that and you need to switch that habit. Every time you think about something good, counter it with three annoying things about that person or three things you don't like. I wouldn't recommend doing this when you're in a relationship with someone you love because you'll end up being very annoyed at them for no reason. So, That's how I accelerate the process of getting over someone that was never there for me in the first place, never meant for me in the first place. And just also pay attention to your actions outside of when it's directly with that person. Like, are you someone that likes a guy and then trolls the comments on his Instagram photos and see who's commenting? And if a girl comments, do you then go into her page and pit yourself against her thinking, you know, uh, what's going on there? Are they flirting with each other? Like, could this be an interest of his? Um, Is she hot? Am I hotter? Okay, right, let's pick her apart. She's not great here. She's not great. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing to yourself? You know, you should only ever compete with yourself when it comes to a standard that you want to reach. That's it. You know, healthy competition with yourself. That's it. And if you're an athlete, then you're going to compete in a race or whatever it is that you do. But with this idea of competing against other people for external approval, you are never, ever going to win. If you like a guy and some hot girl is commenting on his photo, unfortunately, unless you're dating, you just have to take things for face value and just leave it at that. Okay, it's just a hot girl commenting on the photo. Let it go. You know, If you're not dating the guy, you have no control or ownership of the situation. Go distract yourself with something else until you forget about it, you know. Stop digging yourself into this fucking rabbit hole that's only ever going to result in you feeling shit because you have to end up coming to a conclusion because you're never going to actually have the answer. And unfortunately, often our conclusions that we create in our mind are negative, not positive. So just stop, stop doing that to yourself. Give yourself a little bit more credit. You know, if what you have with this person is an actual connection, awesome. That's what it's going to unfold into being. If it's not a connection, let it end sooner rather than later. Let it end now. If you think that you're competing with another woman for a connection, right now that's your job today. End it. You don't even need to tell this person that you've entered. Just peel the fuck away and disappear. You know, focus on yourself. So I hope, honestly, that covers all the topics. Um, I, yeah, I feel like there's, I'm going to need to do a whole another podcast on like judgment and how we judge people. And when people judge us, cause that's a whole nother fucking, you know, whatever you want to call it, topic, podcast, subject going on there. But yeah, I feel that this is a really important one and I don't want this to get in the way. I don't want your, your idea of always being compared with someone to get in the way of your relationship with someone you know if it is your sibling or a close friend you don't want it to ruin those relationships so go back over the podcast try some of the things I've suggested start making new friends outside of the group start doing things that you know it those scenarios that I said earlier like if you 
if something's causing you a bit of stress, imagine what would your life be like if you didn't do that and what would you be doing? And you can start doing those things now before you quit that job, before you quit that career path like how I quit acting or whatever. You know, start doing those things and start realizing that you've got so much in you that you could be doing but you probably just haven't been doing it because you've been living by like a set of rules that you yourself have set for yourself and you didn't even realize. You know, like start expanding who you are. The more you expand who you are as far as relationships, experiences, skill sets, you become more and more unique. You become more and more valuable to yourself and to the people you have relationships with. And that's, that is your individuality and that is your power. So focus on where you gain your own power from. And it's always going to be from the things that make you most individual, not what makes you like the person next to you. And isn't that what competition is about? Trying to be like them or better than them? Why don't you just step the fuck away from that and be as individual as you can, honoring the things you love and doing what you're good at doing? So that's what I want you to focus on this week. That is the focus. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. That kind of wraps up this episode. Please continue doing what you're doing. You guys are like my little army of um, people that share and promote my podcast. And I love it so much. Honestly, love you all. I feel like we're just a big family. Um, Anyway, oh, I also think, let me know what you guys think, um, either on a DM or whatever. But should we have like um, a Facebook group? That way we can all like chat on it. We can, I think, I think it'd be good. Let me know what you guys think. Facebook group and we can all just like help each other out. No negative talk. I'm a brutal bitch and I will fucking sever you from the group if you are a troll like I mentioned earlier. We're here for fucking good vibes and helping each other out. But if you would like the idea of a Facebook group, let me know. I think that could be a vibe and then I can answer questions on there as well. Anyway, um, if you want to do mindset hacks, jump on my website, alexisfernandez.live for the people that are doing it. Keep sending me your feedback. I'm loving it. And I will speak to you guys next week. So be kind to yourself, be kind to your brain, drink lots of water, eat some protein, and I will speak to you soon. Danke.